1: Grooving back. My name is Jimmy Sangenberger. I'm filling in for George Brockler. This is my second and final hour in for George, who, of course, did the first half of his show. I'm covering the second tomorrow. I will be filling in from three to four for Deborah Flora. Be sure to tune in then. And of course, there's the Jimmy Sangenberger show which I host every Saturday morning from 6 to 9 right here on News Talk 710 KNUS. So in the last segment, we had an interesting call from Joe from Arvada arguing that the bigger picture goals of the 20 who are pressing for somebody other than McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. The bigger picture relates to the kind of corrupt deal-making that you see in Congress that we saw with the omnibus spending bill, and that they're really fighting against that kind of corruption in the bigger picture. And Donald Trump is simply supporting McCarthy because he believes that it is conducive to His reelection in 2024 that Trump will benefit politically from McCarthy being Speaker of the House and therefore he's going to do it because Trump believes that he is the guy, the guy who must be president in 2024, that the greater good requires him to be president of the United States. Well, I, I found it really interesting having that exchange because Donald Trump is supposed to be the guy. Who's for MAGA, who is the epitome of MAGA. He's the creator, at least in the modern sense, from the last several years, of Make America Great Again. He's the one trying to drain the swamp. And yet he's supporting the ultimate swamp creature, purportedly, supposedly, Kevin McCarthy, so that he can get elected. And if you're a Trump supporter... And Trump has made this calculus that it's best for his reelection in 2024. Don't you kind of want McCarthy then if you believe that that's why Trump is doing it? I don't know. The whole thing just seems rather odd to me in terms of the Trump dynamic here. But what are we to make of it all? Will there be a resolution to this crisis, if you will, within the Republican Party? where they are not settling on a leader, a Speaker of the House to take over. Is it right now symbolism, not substance, as our guest in the last hour, Andy Merritt, put it? Let's pick up the conversation with Tim in Denver, who's been patiently waiting. Good morning, Tim. How are you? And Happy New Year.
2: I'm well. Good morning. Well, I I would suggest to you that these members of the Freedom Caucus are not serious legislatures at all. They're more along the lines of political terrorists. If you look at what they've submitted as legislation, it's virtually nothing. They are trying to hold the party hostage. And I think this is a long extension of everything Trump touches dies. And Trump was obviously just a symptom of a cancer that had been rotting inside of the Republican Party for decades and decades, going back to Newt Gingrich, going back to Lee Atwater, poisoning the body politics. They are trying to dismantle the government. I would further say that if they're going to try and seize power through the Rules Committee, which it appears now highly likely what they're trying to do, a small minority of Republicans are going to have total control over what legislation even gets to the floor. This is what McCarthy is giving up. So let it me. Gets, you know what? Nancy me... Pelosi would have yeah. skewered herself
1: on her on her mallet on the floor to you go know, through. They control your caucus well, okay and it's clearly not i agree control. Uh, i agree that and i raised the question that nancy pelosi would she ever go to the floor for a speaker vote without having the votes lined up i agree with that point she absolutely would not get to this point on day one that kevin mccarthy did but what you're saying going after donald trump there or new gingrich i mean think Newt Gingrich and Donald Trump are both advocating for McCarthy. In fact, Gingrich sounds a bit like you, Tim. Take a listen to this. Do the
3: 202 win or do the 20 win? And in a free society, you cannot, just as you can't give in to terrorists and you can't give in to hostage takers, you can't allow them. To take the conference hostage and win.
1: Hostage takers, that kind of rhetoric. We also heard Dan Crenshaw, a congressman from Texas, use that term terrorist to describe these 20. So, Tim, how do you square that circle with, with Trump and Gingrich both being on board with the 202? Well, I think it's an extension of what's going on inside the Republican Party. When was the
2: last time a Republican candidate for president actually won the electoral, uh, the popular vote in this country? They haven't for like 25 years. So they are moving towards a minority majority, which is what you're seeing happening right here, real time, on the floor. You're seeing a minority try to seize control and seize power. I will also say that I don't think that the Republican Party really even has an agenda. They have tactics. They have tactics that they utilize. What are they really going to do? Look at what Pelosi and the Democratic Congress did. They brought more powerful legislation... In the last couple of years, to this country, than we've seen in a hundred years. Disastrously. All the Republicans are going to do is they're going to probe, they're going to investigate. They've already got the website up for the Biden family investigation. So, so to be clear, Tim, to be clear, Tim, let me jump
1: in. To be clear. They can bring forward some serious legislation and I hope they do, but it ain't going to pass the United States Senate one way or the other, and it's not going to pass muster from Joe Biden. So most of what they can do or capable of doing with their majority is holding the Biden administration to account, is doing a lot of these oversight actions and so forth. That is the limitation that the Republicans have right now, unfortunately. They need to advance some big picture legislation, of course, but they are limited and so that's where i couldn't agree more with a lot of the emphasis from bobert and gates and others on this oversight and on those committees the church committee and big tech and so forth i think are valuable and important steps to take i gotta run tim thank you for the call i appreciate it how about that rhetoric though the idea and we heard it from dan crenshaw that the 20 are political terrorists how about newt gingrich hostage taking how do you look at that? And what about Donald Trump's position as an advocate for Kevin McCarthy? 303-696-1971. We've got some text we'll get to in a moment, but let's go to Ben in Morrison. Good morning, Ben. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Good, sir. Happy New Year. How are you?
4: Well, um, you know, honestly, I think if you're Kevin McCarthy, you put up with this for maybe another... You know, three, four days, and then you know you start playing chicken with these people because right now Hakeem Jeffries is only six votes away from taking the leadership, and there's 18 Republicans in the GOP Congress who won in Biden districts, and a lot of those areas are open primaries. So I don't think they have a whole lot of, you know, they don't really have to stick their necks out a whole lot because a lot of those people, you know, can probably still get reelected, hmm. and it's like, hey, I have six GOP people who are willing to go for Hakeem Jeffries. So you want me or do you want Hakeem Jeffries? And you hold their feet to the fire. And then I think a lot of them are going to – I think the people like Bimbo Bobert are going to step in line like, oh, well, we don't want that.
1: Now, I I, I don't think that that's appropriate, um, b- your your nickname for Lauren Bobert. She is very bright, and she's fighting the fight that I don't agree with necessarily. Agree with what she's doing, but she is always advocating for her positions. I want to get a quick uh, little little thought here, though. AOC and Rokana.
5: Open. <laughs> is a generous term. I'm not saying necessarily that uh, our party is signaling in, in openness just yet, but really it's about the cards that are in McCarthy's hands. And if he chooses to approach uh, the Democratic caucus, then that would be a negotiation in and of itself for a potential coalition government.
1: Byron
3: Donalds is not your guy, but you are open again. And do you know whether some of your colleagues share an openness besides Marcy Kaptur? to do that, again, depending on the individual? I think depending on the individual, there are other members of Congress
6: uh, on the Democratic side who would be open to it. But it really depends on the individual. Who would be open it to, would, again,
3: to be clear, I'm sorry, but to, to open to a Republican. Open to a Republican,
6: depending on the individual and depending on the commitments they make in terms of sharing subpoena power and not holding the country hostage on debt ceiling debates or a shutdown. You could
1: also have that. Democrats actually signing on to a deal with Republicans. Two representatives elected were Democrats, AOC and Ro Khanna, both talking about that sort of possibility, whether it's with McCarthy or with another Republican.
4: Ben. Yeah, but I see a little bit of issue with that because I think a lot of Republicans a lot of Republicans may drop off um, with that sort of, you know, method moving forward. Right. So it's I think not an might, easy calculus.
1: And you, it shouldn't you might happen.
4: Gain, you, you might gain as many as you lose, you know, kind of in that whole scenario.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I certainly think that that would be the case. Now, next time, Ben, I got to let you go. But next time. No sexist rhetoric on the program. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger in for George Brockler, News Talk 710 KNUS. Let's get to some of these text messages that are coming in. One, Boebert is proving that the GOP is completely unable to unite and govern. She apparently has a personal issue with McCarthy and clearly said she is never McCarthy. That said, she was completely unable to identify who she would vote for, and she has wavered her support and changed lanes several times. She is enjoying the media attention, but is making a laughing stock of her party. She should try to enjoy the two years she has left in Congress. She will not be reelected after this national debacle and temper tantrum. Okay, very harsh words for Lauren Boebert. Look, I think Boebert has played this deeply wrong in terms of the strategy, how she has approached it, and not coming forward with viable alternatives. If she could do that, if she could make the pivot to viable alternatives with the 20 and working a deal with the other 200 Republicans, then that would show seriousness. I, again, agree with so much of what she has proposed as far as demands, etc., And one thing I've always liked about Lauren Boebert, down to before she entered Congress, when she went to Beto O'Rourke, the psychedelic warlord, and said, you know, hell no, you're not going to take my guns. I saw a fighter in her, and I loved that. When she got to Congress, when she beat Scott Tipton in the primary and then got to Congress, I was enthusiastic about that and excited. I supported her reelection, was very glad that she managed to get by. I do think it's going to be an incredibly tough reelection for her, but I think she's a very important voice in the Republican Party. On this issue, a pox on all the houses, I would say, in the Republican Party right now, but I definitely do think that the strategy that Boebert has approached this with has not been productive, but we'll see. It could be productive in the end, and there are certainly some goals that she's been fighting to achieve that are incredibly valuable. Here are a few of the demands, as she summed it up to George Brockler just yesterday on this show.
5: We brought him a very common-sense offer. Um, he asked us about the committee assignments. Um, we want you on some important committees which committees are you willing to serve on we simply provided that list for him and then these other common sense proposals a balanced budget um, term limits, a border bill to secure our southern border uh, just uh, amendments to be made in order that uh, reduce the national debt
1: so some of those are tenable some are not but There's a lot of good stuff there, especially on the rules package. I wish I had the clip, but even AOC was saying that some of the rules proposals that Republicans have put forward, uh, the, the Freedom Caucus folks like Lauren Boebert have put forward, are good ideas. I tend to agree with that. And I'd like to see them actually accomplish some of these objectives, solidify it, get a Republican Speaker of the House in there, and start working so the American people can see that they are capable, they being all the Republicans, are capable of governing. Text coming in, Hakeem Jeffries and Kevin McCarthy are the same person. This is the real problem here. Absolutely not. Is McCarthy the ideal guy for the House? No. No. He's proven that this week. The ineptness with which he brought his speakership to the floor, would-be speakership to the floor of the House without having the votes in mind, proves that he's not the leader that we really need in an ideal world. He may be the one guy who can garner most Republican support, we'll find out, but what in the world are you going to do here if you actually, are? are you really thinking, Hakeem Jeffrey, seriously? Kevin McCarthy is going to appoint Republicans to chair committees. He's going to create these different committees that are necessary to look into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, to look into big tech and so forth. There are a lot of steps that they are going to take. And I have some misgivings about the big tech stuff. That's a discussion for another time. But if you're pushing for those things, Kevin McCarthy is the guy who's going to do that. He may not be rock ribbed. He may not understand how forcefully he needs to go at it, but it, and again, he's not the ideal guy. I don't know who would be the ideal guy. But to say that he and Hakeem Jeffries are the same person respectfully, that denies political reality. Lauren said she would vote for Jim Jordan, a texter says. It's not like she hasn't backed anyone. Yes, she put up Jim Jordan. They voted for Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan specifically said, don't vote for me. I nominate Kevin McCarthy. Then Matt Gates got up and said, I nominate Jim Jordan. Here's why he's got to be the guy. Jim Jordan doesn't want the position. So then they moved to Byron Donald, who, by the way, I really like Byron Donald. I've been a fan, but he's new. He's only done one term of Congress. That isn't enough time to understand the dynamics of how to get things done in the House of Representatives. Now, does that mean that you need somebody who's been there for 40 years? No, but probably best to have somebody more than two years. But are they specifically and singularly saying, oh, we support candidates who are serious? That's a different story. Byron Donalds ain't getting more than 20 votes. Jim Jordan got 19 before they switched to Donalds. Jordan doesn't want it. Can't force somebody to be Speaker of the House if you want them. So what do you do here? They should put up somebody who's actually viable and behind the scenes, work it out. Come to the floor with somebody. Another text. Republicans may not be able to get big legislation accomplished because of the Senate, but they can force individuals to vote for or against legislation so that people know what their Congress people stand on the issues. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. And interestingly, this is what folks on the left were pushing for in 2021. There were those who were arguing for something called force the vote. They wanted to vote on Medicare for all. They wanted to vote on minimum wage or several other different left wing wish list items. And there was a push. Withhold your vote for Pelosi squad and others. Use your leverage. And get those votes on the floor. Ultimately, that never really happened, and Pelosi got her votes lined up. She managed to whip it together, which is one of the big differences with McCarthy. And you didn't have forced to vote. You didn't have a big show. And the Democrats fell in line. It's because, not just because they, they are unified. No, actually, that's not true. There's a lot of division on the left as far as strategy and ideology when it comes to the likes, well, less ideology, more strategy, when it comes to the likes of the squad. At least there was. Then they sort of learned how to play the game in D.C. a little bit more. But that's neither here nor there. It is, there is something to be said for what you're saying. However, is it worth this period of several days at least of back and forth, vote, 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 embarrassing the Republican Party, unable to find a Speaker of the House and actually get work done? You think this really plays well for most Americans? Heck, even 201, 202 Republicans in Congress consistently are voting for McCarthy, the same guy against somebody or a group of 20 who wants somebody in Byron Donalds right now who's just not tenable. So there is something to be said for those votes. I'm good with some symbolic votes. You should do that. But is this a hill worth dying on and having Republicans just look like they're a clown show? And this is everybody. A pox on all the houses. This isn't just about the 20. It's about McCarthy and his band, too. What are your thoughts? 303-696-1971 is our telephone number. We'll pick up the conversation and get to more of your texts. On the other side, I'm Jimmy Sangenberger in for George Brockler here on Denver's Local Talk Leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. Time flies when you're having fun and fascinating discussions. Jimmy Sangenberger in for George Brockler this morning. News Talk 710 KNUS from the Wall Street Journal. Kevin McCarthy made new concessions to try to win over detractors in the hard-fought race for House Speaker, with some lawmakers expressing hope that they could see a resolution soon, but with both sides acknowledging that it could take days. The discussions between the California Republicans allies and his opponents heated up after McCarthy didn't reach the majority in six votes over Tuesday. No deal yet, but a lot of progress, McCarthy said, as he left a meeting late Wednesday. The fresh offer from Mr. McCarthy included changing rules to allow for one member to call for a vote to oust the Speaker down from the threshold of five that Mr. McCarthy had previously agreed to, according to two people familiar with the matter. There was also an agreement to, mo- to place more members of the House Freedom Caucus, which counts many McCarthy detractors among its ranks, on powerful committees, according to two people. The offer also included a promise to bring up for a vote a controversial border plan and a term limit requirement, the people said. Even with the new offer, it wasn't clear if enough of Mr. McCarthy's detractors would support him or if the concessions could backfire by weakening the eventual speaker winner. So there you go. A lot of those demands that Lauren Boebert listed yesterday are now included in a fresh offer from McCarthy. Here's the question. How open are the 20, really the five or six, to negotiations? to being serious about coming to some sort of a resolution. Fox News video headline from an interview Buck had in the last hour on the network says Republicans holdouts Republican holdouts have a blood oath to stick together. This would be representative elect Ken Buck. He said on the show that he thinks that they will may adjourn in two hours or reach a deal. So we'll see if there is an adjournment. Here's what Buck said yesterday about what McCarthy needed to do as of yesterday morning on CNN.
3: Well, I've had a number of conversations with Kevin and, and I'm just basically told him that at some point this needs to break loose. Uh, he either needs to uh, make a deal that bring the uh, 19 or 20 over or uh, he needs to step aside and give somebody else a chance to do that. I don't know what that time frame is, but it makes sense that at some point today we, we are able to move forward in a way that, Uh, We elect a speaker.
1: Now that was yesterday. What about today? What will we see today? Now Buck gave indications that he might withdraw his support from McCarthy yesterday morning after the fifth vote, but he ended up voting for McCarthy in all three rounds yesterday. We'll see if he makes good on that suggestion that he might leave McCarthy and go elsewhere, but what viable option is there right now? Steve Scalise has been talked about. Lauren Boebert said to George yesterday on this program, uh, "I'm not on board with Steve Scalise."
5: I, I I don't think Scalise is the guy. I I think I think Scalise is a Kevin McCarthy. Um, he's a wonderful man. Um, I, I get it. He's hailed as a, a national hero. Um, uh, but um, you know he he's a wonderful man personally. I I don't see him in in, in the speaker's position.
1: Division over who would be the alternative to McCarthy. But McCarthy's got a serious proposal so that he can keep the speakership. Will the other side accept that, or is this going to continue? 303-696-1971. Let's go to Steve in Denver. Good morning, Steve. You're on with Jimmy and for George.
7: Yeah, hi, Jimmy. Um, I I agree with uh, Ken Buck that uh, if uh, McCarthy doesn't uh, get it, then he needs to step aside. McCarthy's a snake, and he's a swamp creature um even during the January 6 he talked to uh, Pelosi and uh saying they need to get rid of Trump and then he denied it all i mean he's he's just a snake and we really need and i i like Wobert. she has the guts uh, hannity hannity is kind of a swamp creature too you know a lot of them are uh to deal with Trump Trump originally came out and said he would uh endorse McCarthy early on but he said not as speaker and then he changed his mind, I don't know why, but uh, um, they need to get somebody in there that the country can uh, follow
1: do you have any idea steve steve do do you have any idea who that might be because when we look at the house byron donald's ain't a viable option jim jordan doesn't want it steve scalise is somebody that Boebert has just automatically written off now i think more members of that 20 would probably get on board with the steve scalise but who do you think could be viable
7: you know i don't know i don't yeah. know, know them it's a tough That's question the they need to find someone that is uh is is not a swamp creature that people can actually respect because define course, swamp creature problem,
1: though Steve because here 's the thing I think you know byron donald's, who I remember when he was running in twenty twenty for his first campaign. I played some clips on my show uh, i'm I'm a big fan of what he's brought, but he's only done one term. Is that enough time But, but to, to be in the House? Because I think you do need, or not in the House, to be the Speaker of the House, because I think you do need several terms in office to really understand this. But at that point, does that make you a swamp creature?
7: You know, I, I don't know. Maybe get somebody that's fresh that's not... But how uh, fresh? How fresh would be
1: money. realistic?
7: That That's not tied to all the uh, the swamp creatures, the lobbyists, the, the money. I think uh, that's easier
1: said fresh. than done.
7: Well, that, that's the problem. Is uh, McCarthy's around? He's he's uh, he's bought and paid for already, and uh, he's not looking out for us. He's looking out for himself. So and his, let me he wants a job after he's out.
1: I got to run, Maca- or, well, Steve. Steve, Steve seat, But let me ask you this question, though. Right? Let me ask you this question, though. It's one thing to say, okay, these are the aspersions I'm going to cast in McCarthy. Some of them probably well-earned. I think he's been inept in, the, inept in this whole thing the past few days and how he's handled this, for sure. And I don't think he's he's got as much of a fight as I would like. But we also have to look at political reality, don't we? The Democrats have 212 votes, and the long that this drags on, the more difficult it could be for Republicans to show that they are serious about governing and can have long-term repercussions. So don't you have to look at more than just, oh, McCarthy's a swamp creature when you got a hell of a lot of swamp creatures in Washington, D.C., yet you need Republicans. You can't even begin the oversight. You're, you're, you're postponing looking into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. You're postponing looking into big tech and these other things. The longer they are representatives elect and can't actually get to work, Steve.
7: See, that's the problem. McCarthy promises a lot and then lies and never follows through. That's why they're not voting for him.
1: Well, but the implications of that are much more, I think. Uh, Steve, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 303- 696-1971. Let's go to Shirley in Denver. Good morning, Shirley.
6: Good morning. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you as well. What's on your mind?
6: Well, you know, I've been listening to you this morning, and I've listen to a couple other shows yesterday and you know the republican party we really do have to join together we really got to put our message out there and not just say elect me and then i'm going to do whatever i want to do when i get up there we got to join together and make our party strong just like the democrats and i'm originally from ohio i moved to colorado in 1980. But I've been following politics around the country, and I'm not just trying to be prejudiced (laughs) with Ohio, but I really think if they really sat down and talked to Jim Jordan, he would be an incredible speaker. And I think he could bring together the 20 that's out there. And and join the whole party together. I really do. See he's a fabulous man. Yeah,
1: I, I think there's a lot of truth in what you're saying, but here's the problem with Jim Jordan. I think he doesn't you have to want it. The, the speaker job is such a difficult one, wrangling all these people. It is beyond hurting. It is much easier to hurt 400 cats than it is to be speaker of the House of Representatives. And so Jim Jordan doesn't want that, but he also really wants the Judiciary Committee. Like, that seems to have been his dream job. So isn't it a little much to be pigeonholing somebody and saying, OK, we think you'd be really good at a job that you don't want. And and that's different from the one that you really do want. And that's really difficult. That's why I don't think it's viable no, for under- Jim Jordan.
6: I understand. It's just that, um, you know, I just think. Maybe, you know, there's I think there's a lot of Democrats that respect him, even though that they you know, Nancy put her thumb down on him mm-hmm. on that c- committee. Right. Um, I think a lot of Democrats even respect him. And. I don't know. Uh, I think if you really sit down with him and talk to him, I, I think maybe he could be, you know, maybe he would go that way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, he loved Like you said, he, his dream job, but I think if they really sat down and talked to him, he might, he hmm. might really reconsider.
1: Yeah, I I doubt that, but maybe it's possible. We don't even know what discussions are going on behind closed doors. And your perspective as a someone who came here from Ohio is certainly welcome and appreciated, Shirley. And thank you for the thoughts. I do have to go to the Wall Street Journal editorial today. Who's crazy enough to be a Republican speaker? We were taught to believe that all jobs have dignity. But on second thought... They're serving as Speaker of a Republican-controlled House of Representatives. After two days of intra-GOP stalemate over electing Kevin McCarthy, our main question is why the California congressman still wants the job. For that matter, why would anyone want it? It's true the Speaker is third in line to be President. You get your name in the history books and your portrait hung in the Capitol, and you can sit and applaud uncomfortably behind President Biden during his next two State of the Union addresses. Other than that, there's not much to recommend the job. And the list goes on in what they argue about. But I think there's a point to be made there. Who the hell really wants to be Speaker of the House at a Republican-controlled Congress at this point? Let's go to some more texts. These are issues all Americans should be wanting change. Oh, I skipped ahead. Originally, first text was when George was still on. George, first time texter and friend of Jones from Lakewood. Don't dismiss the Gang of 20's demands like allowing amendments on the floor. Single topic bills, 72 hours to read a bill before voting on it, etc. By the way, a lot of those accepted by McCarthy. Thanks, Leanne. Then... Adding to it. These are all issues that all Americans should be wanting change. The swamp has taken things too far. It is even standard legislative process. It isn't even the standard legislative process we learned about in fifth grade as someone who went into fifth grade classes and taught the Constitution for seven years. Yeah, it's absolutely not. But. Honestly, it never has been. I remember in high school going into my AP government class and saying, remember what you learned or teacher saying, remember what you learned in fifth grade? Forget it. That's not how the world actually works. Another text. So much drama. Are you sure it's not a Netflix show? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It seems like it's a Netflix show, although it is too ridiculous not to be. Oh, my goodness. The best person based on merit would be Rand Paul. He could control the purse the best and have full subpoena power, which he does not have in the Senate. Kentucky is not in danger of losing the seat to a Democrat. He would allow the committees to their oversight. Okay, so what you're doing there is asking Rand Paul to give up on his U.S. Senate seat that he's worked hard to develop and to maintain, leave the Senate and go to the House for two years, as an unelected member who can simply oversee as the Speaker of the House, I don't think the Speaker gets – I don't know if the Speaker would get to have votes independent just get in the control of things, but maybe being tossed out after two years and leaving his Senate, I just don't see that as being realistic, especially for somebody as ambitious as Rand Paul, who would much rather have that kind of staying power in the U.S. Senate for years and years to come. It's an interesting idea. I like Rand Paul a lot, but probably not going to get there. we got to take a break. We'll take one more call on the other side. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger filling in for George Brockler right here A News Talk 710 KNUS. Wrapping up and winding down, Jimmy Sangenberger in for George Brockler, second half of today's show. By the way... Programming notes, I will be filling in for Deborah Floret at 3 p.m. tomorrow. That would be Friday the 6th. Plus, of course, you got the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. That's up on Saturday, every Saturday morning from 6 to 9 here on News Talk 710 KNUS. And then on Monday, I will be in for George the entire show from 6 to 10. So be sure to tune in Then, also, I've got a Denver Gazette column tomorrow saying, look, folks, who are running for mayor? We've got a football team's worth of candidates running for mayor. You need to speak up about Denver Public Schools and what's happening on that. You want to talk about bleep shows and being in disarray? That's the DPS Board of Education. Are you going to speak up about that and use your bully pulpit like Mayor Michael Hancock has done in the past? You need to. That'll be coming out in the Denver Gazette tomorrow. Just a couple of quick things, and then we'll get to Randy in Michigan. The U.S. House representatives will be gaveling back in in about ten minutes. Now it looks like there's a good chance they may adjourn without casting votes. They've been negotiating. Kevin McCarthy is uh, has reportedly made additional concessions in his bid to become speaker. But here's the big question that we will see. Is this about symbolism or substance? To use our guests in the, in the eight o'clock hour, Andy Merritt's term. Symbolism, not substance. Are they just looking for the 20 holdouts? Are they just looking for symbolic measures? Things that will never pass congressional muster. And is that the hill to die on? Do you not only Delay the process of getting a speaker, whether that is McCarthy, who again has proven to be an inept leader this week, whether that is getting McCarthy or somebody else. Do you delay this process further of becoming representatives, not just representatives elect, and getting work done, including oversight and looking into doing the investigations that Republicans want? and also have the impact of a Republican caucus that is so in disarray and disorganized in the next two years that they can't cooperate, that they can't actually unify in stopping thwarting the Democrat agenda from the Senate and Biden. I mean, think about the long-term consequences here. That could come about as a result of these, what Ken Buck called on Fox News this morning, messaging bills. What is the outcome? What could be done here as the solution? Let's go to Randy in Michigan. Good morning, Randy. How are you?
3: Good morning, Jimmy. I'm fine. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thanks. So what do you think might be the solution? Uh,
3: You know... I'm not exactly sure what the solution is, but <laughs> right? I, I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was not a, a fan of McCarthy running in the first place mm-hmm. we, after what happened in 20, 2015 when he was, wanted to be Speaker. Uh, I, I had a feeling this was going to happen again, and he's proven me right. But the, my points are, two, number one, they need to not come back and vote until they have a Speaker chosen, until there's a deal in place for a Speaker, Agreed. whether it's him or somebody else. They cannot keep putting on this uh, this circus for for everyone else's amusement. That's number one, and number two, this has to be done before President Biden goes to the border next week. If he's allowed to, allowed to seize the yes. high ground and seize yes. the media on that then that is a a very big problem. Well,
1: and Biden was already able to play that bipartisan card by joining Mitch McConnell, speaking of leaders, the Senate Republican leader, at an infrastructure event. And I saw people who were saying, look... This is leadership where you have Biden and McConnell together in bipartisan fashion, leader of the Senate uh, Republicans and Biden together, and then on the other ta- other hand, you've got the bleep show that is the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, and that image should not stick, especially when a Republicans have control of the House, Randy, and B. There's so much need for Republicans to get on oversight, including the border. I mean, you need to have control of the immigration commit related committees.
3: That's correct.
1: So, how many days do you think this goes in? Um, Ken Buck said on Fox News this morning that he thinks it will go into the weekend, most likely.
3: I'm afraid it might. I just don't. I just want them to. No matter how long it takes, I want them do this behind closed doors i'm fine with, i'm fine with the, the 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 negotiating and the arguing and they're trying to come up with the best person they should just not be doing this for the the bemusement of everybody else hmm. and and you know try to act like grown-ups here and it's got to be done before they get before whether it takes two days three days five days it's got to be done hmm. before he goes biden goes to the border and with any luck yeah. or our speaker goes to the border with him.
1: Finally, same time. he goes to the border. And yes, that's a great idea. Whoever the speaker is should join Biden on the trip and say, hey, Joe. I want to come with you. And you can't do that until you have a speaker. Great point, Randy. I I appreciate you calling in from Michigan. Thank you so much. 303. Well, actually, I shouldn't give the number. We're out of time. Let me get to one final pair of texts. Listener texting in first. I love the transparency and civic lessons this process is teaching. This should not be viewed as an embarrassment. Look, I think there are two things. One, civic lessons are good to understand how the sausage is really made. Fair enough. What you're taught in elementary school isn't exactly in fitting with how Washington really works. Remember the old schoolhouse rock? I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. You know that's not that's overly simplistic. It's a lot more complicated. However, here's why this should be viewed as an embarrassment, because they're not even actually getting legislation through. They're not doing oversight. They're not getting anything done. And they might even be getting paid just to argue over the Speaker of the House ad nauseam. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is finally stepping up to the plane and saying, I'm going to the border on border security. And not only that, I'm looking here, Fox News, Biden's speaking with Kamala Harris behind him. Biden speaks on border security as crisis spirals. So now you have the contrast of Republicans who can't even choose a freaking leader. That should have been done beforehand. This is why this never happens in 100 years. Who should have had their leader beforehand. And he's now contrasting that with Biden's on the border. And he's going to the border, okay. Speaks on visit to El Paso, Texas this weekend. Sounds like he's going to the border this weekend, while the bleep show's going on in the Republican-controlled House. I'm glad Randy brought up that point. That was so on point. Great observation. So you're allowing Joe Biden to look like the leader who's finally addressing a crisis. Yes, finally addressing, but hey, he's doing it. Optics-wise, Republicans look like fools. It is an embarrassment, and they need to get their bleep together now. It's not always a bad thing to see how the sausage is made, the next text goes. It isn't expedient or practical always, but I really doubt the slowing down of this process instead of ramming it through is better. This isn't ramming through respectfully, and I understand where you're coming from, and I think there is some validity to your point, but this isn't one of those things that you need to be bogged down. They can't even do any work, and Biden looks like he's the guy who's on point and actually doing things in a crisis. Meanwhile, Republicans can't get it to get it together. Republicans, figure it out. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger in for Deborah at three tomorrow afternoon. God bless America.